beep boop boop. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Bear and Brutal podcast. Yes, I'm alive. I know, I know it has been a long time since I've last been on here. I think the last episode I released was back in October. Gosh, yeah, I think it was October. And you're probably wondering, Michelle, where the hell you been, loca? And my answer is, I've been depressed. <laughs> uh, I hope y'all got that Twilight reference. Um, the real ones will know. I used to be such a Jacob girly back then. And then I grew up in like trauma bonded with men and realized that Edward was probably more my type. But anyway, back <laughs> onto where the hell I've been. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, um, have a topic for today. It's just a, a check-in with me, myself, and I. And just to get back into the swing of things, because ever since I stopped releasing episodes, I've been getting people messaging me or, you know, the worst part is all my friends and family. Anytime they see me, they're asking me straight to my face, like, hey girl, when you getting back on your shit? And I gotta be like, look, dog, it's coming, all right, dog? Um, like I'm some fucking SoundCloud rapper who's working on something big when really I was just out here trying to survive on these streets. So yeah, um, literally today I was driving and I thought, damn, when am I going to get back on it? Cause I keep telling people like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. I literally freaking posted a video, I think in January and I had this whole post, this whole caption and I was like, I'm coming back after this long hiatus. Can't wait to talk to y'all soon. <laughs> and I think I put on there that by the end of January, I would have it out. Girl, look, it, what day is it today? February 28th. <laughs> yeah, that did not happen. Um, but I, I genuinely enjoy doing this, even if I got like five fans. Hello, my five fans. I love y'all. Y'all matter. <laughs> um, and I kept telling myself, you know, I, I need to draft something up, something interesting, like really cool topics. And I got to make the pretty posts and, and, you know, schedule them. And oh man, today I look crusty dusty. So today's not the day. And then I just realized that, you know, I guess I'm just making excuses and. <laughs> That was not the purpose of this podcast to begin with. The purpose of this was, you know, for it to be a space where I literally can be my crusty dusty self and be vulnerable and be real. And here I am being a faker, like a poser, and I'm trying to be perfect. Um, that's not very bare and brutal of you, Michelle. So here I am today. I am in my crusty dusty glory, I'm sitting here in my sweatpants, no script, no plan, just vibes. Um, so yeah, <laughs> back to where I have been after that whole freaking tangent. I have been depressed, okay? My seasonal depression girlies understand. I hope you understand. It has been a fucking struggle out here. Um, seasonal depression is real, y'all. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all 
you know, struggle with that, but I definitely do. And it has hit me like a truck this year. Um, I say this year, but really it's been like probably my whole life. <laughs> um, you know, it's really funny because I, I mean, I've talked about my mental health on here before, but I think I've always struggled with anxiety. Probably, I guess my first memory is like when I was like six years old, like it's been me and anxiety, we go way back. Okay. And I think with depression, if I look back at my life, it's only ever been like, you know, when winter is coming. <laughs> and so this year, or I guess 2023, goddamn. Yeah. I haven't seen y'all since 2023. Happy new year. Um, but in 2023, I, in October, you know, it hit me I was just reflecting back through the years. I'm like, huh, that's so funny. Like, that's so funny that, you know, October comes and the sun sets earlier and comes up later and suddenly things are, you know, gloomy and dark outside. It's rainy. And oh my gosh, I cannot get out of bed for the life of me and I want to die. N not really, you know. Please don't call my therapist on me. JK, I don't have a therapist right now, but I need one. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was so funny that from October to all the way, I guess, March, when, you know, spring's coming, the flowers are blooming, sun is out again. Suddenly, I'm not a depressed girly anymore, just anxiety. So, yeah, I feel like 2023 just made me realize, like, I cannot keep going on like this. This is rough. And um, I feel like I have, I've talked about this before with, I did have a therapist in the past, but my therapist said that I have high functioning anxiety and depression, meaning it doesn't necessarily stop me from functioning. Like I go to work, I get my shit done, but like it's really hard. And I feel like that's probably, you know, being raised in um, an Asian household. You know, my mother was like, what you got to be sad about? Get up, go do the dishes, go do your homework. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, this last year, I feel like I was done. I was fed up. I did not want to keep struggling like this because I'm like, let's count October, November, December, January, February, March. That's six months, y'all. That's six months of my life. That's half a fucking year that I'm spending struggling to enjoy my life. And it's like clockwork. I mean, literally my friends probably know around this time, I literally kind of go MIA. They're like, hey girl, you want to go out? And I'm like, no, sorry. I'm just really tired. That was a lie. Okay, I was just depressed. I was a depressed girly. And I don't like to um, show that to people, <laughs> even though y'all are my friends and my family. Like, I know y'all love me and I love y'all. It's just hard. Um, but I realized uh, I need to get a fucking grip. Like, something needs to change. Either I need to go and find you know, go back into therapy or the the last therapist I worked with, she actually was um, 
we talked about getting on medication for me. And that was kind of the last thing that happened. Backstory, um, my therapist ghosted me. <laughs> um, she was so great. My journey with therapy has been, it's been a journey. I feel like I've in college really, really struggled and gave therapy a try because, you know, college had it included. It was free. And I think the first three therapists I saw were complete ass. Like, respect y'all, but it was not it. It was not a good match. Um, we just didn't vibe together. And we it really discouraged me. Um, so I went through a period where I was like, fuck that. I'm good. I'll just read some self-help books or something. <laughs> and I ended up um, 2021 hit like rock fucking bottom. It was really rough year. And I was like, yeah, I need a therapist, yo, because I can't, I don't know how to do this life right now. And I miraculously found a really great therapist. Like she was my homegirl. Like she was so great. I loved her so much. <laughs> we vibed so well, like her personality, the way she worked with me, um, just the relationship was so, so awesome. And um, I saw her for a good time, like a good amount of time. And then I remember one month, um, she was like late to one of our sessions and she, she's not usually late. She texted me and she's like, I'm so sorry. Um, something's come up. I'm not going to be able to make it. Let's reschedule. Next week, um, she texted me again, was like, yeah, uh, I'm actually, going through some health problems right now and I can either refer you out or you can wait for me for about, you know, the next two months and then I can continue seeing you. Um, and she was like, I'm only offering this to a limited number of clients to stay with me. And I was like, damn, I must be real fucked up. If she was like, oh, this girl, this girl needs to stay <laughs> on my client list. But anyways, I digress. Um, I waited the two months because I was like, I am not letting you go. Like, you are such a great therapist. And I waited and waited. I didn't hear anything back from her. I think I ended up texting her three months out. And I was like, hey, don't know, you know, if you're alive, I hope you are. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. I was just wondering if you're still seeing clients or what's going on. No response. It delivered. Okay. And then she got me over here acting like I'm a crazy ex because then I started low key trying to stalk my therapist. <laughs> I mean, her, all her accounts, I have her phone number, right? So like her Instagram is popping up for me, her Facebook, but it's all in private. So I can't say anything. And I convinced myself, I was like, she has to be like, she had to have passed or something because I just could not fathom my therapist ghosting me like this. Like, she was just so great, y'all. I could not think of her just dropping me. I'm like, girl, you know I have abandonment issues and you're out here ghosting me? Um, but then I'm like, why, is her, why are her texts delivering? And then I was talking to some friends. They're like, oh, well, maybe, you know, she, like she got a new number or something. Then I see her Instagram and her Facebook. Like, her Instagram, you can see it's on private, but you can see how many posts a person makes and this girl is posting consistently like it's it's significant amounts of posting 
the numbers are changing. I know I sound crazy, but y'all don't understand how much I love this dang therapist. Um, yeah, so that's the story of how my therapist ghosted me. Still don't know whatever happened to her. Wish her well, but um, I really needed some help. I still need some help. Um, but ever since that experience, it just kind of, it was just really hard, a really hard process to get into therapy and to find a really good match for me. And so the thought of having to redo that whole process again, working with a new person, telling them, hey, this is what has traumatized me. Hey, this is what I need to work on. And just, it's like dating. Like, I just don't want to do that whole process again, even though I know I know it would benefit me so much. <laughs> I know. And I want to. I want to go back to therapy eventually. But um, my last one, she just, she really broke my heart. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really long-winded story. But basically, back to this seasonal depression, I told myself, Michelle, you need to get a fucking grip on life. You cannot keep loving life for six months of it and then the other six months just being stuck in your bed and struggling like this and um it was around I'd say January is when I decided to take the step and go on to medication and that was a really really tough decision to make um not I guess I support people going on medication, okay? But I think it's so much easier said than done. I think it's easier for me to be like, hey, girl, like, you you need medication. Like, I just kept telling myself, you know, these people need it. Like, that's great for them. But me, I'm like, it's not that bad. I don't really need to take medicine like that. Like, I'm handling it. Um, but I was not handling it. <laughs> and um I I actually had a conversation with my boyfriend's mom shout out to her um she said something to me about taking medication she was like well Michelle when you have a headache what do you do you take Tylenol or ibuprofen you know this is what you know you should be thinking in the same way like when we take Tylenol for our headaches it's because we have these symptoms right so what's the difference with my depression or my anxiety I'm just helping those symptoms so I guess it kind of helped me um but I was delulu I really I kept you know telling myself like oh but my symptoms aren't really that bad like I'm handling it I can do it and I'm, I was being such a hypocrite. <laughs> so, you know, just because I was handling it doesn't mean that it wasn't heavy or that it wasn't hard. And yeah, I just got to a point where I'm like, why am I being a martyr? Like, why do I want to struggle like this? And there's probably some deeper issues in there. Like, I definitely got comfortable and I'm just used to being kind of in this darkness and living this way and I guess a part of me thought that I didn't deserve 
to feel better or or to not be depressed um yeah y'all are like low-key my therapist right now we're gonna move on anyway (laughs) so january is when i i made the jump literally went online and looked up you know psychiatrists in my area read through a bunch of reviews and I found one that had really great reviews. Everyone was like, oh, Dr. So-and-so, she's so great, has great bedside manner, um, is always just such a joy to work with. So I'm like, great, cool. Made my appointment, get to the appointment. And <laughs> I don't know if this was, if this is a normal experience or if it was just mine, but tell me why this doctor literally I spent maybe like five minutes with her and then she just automatically prescribed me the medicine. (laughs) And I I guess, I don't know what I was expecting. I just wasn't expecting them to be giving out medicine like candy out here. Um, Because I literally went in there. She asked me some questions. I I did have to do like a intake form. And basically I checked off every single box for anxiety and depression. And then she went in and asked me more questions you know, about my life. And I told her how I resigned from teaching. And, um, I was like, I've, I've pretty much always struggled with anxiety and depression. And I, I literally told her, you know, anxiety, it's like 24, seven, three, six, five, you know what I'm saying? But depression's like just from October to March when it's all dark and dreary, even though I love Christmas, it's terrible. And so she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, tell me more about, you know, your job. Why did you leave? And I'm like, well, you know, um, I just had a lot of experiences with gun violence and it was really, and she's like, ah, okay. And then scribbles some things. She's like, so we're going to put you on, um, Zoloft. <laughs> and that was that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess she just heard that and was like, oh yeah, I don't need to hear no more here girl just take the script (laughs) um so she started me off on like 25 milligrams and I just wish I had I guess more information and support like she asked me if I had any questions but I'm like how do you ask questions when you don't know what you're supposed to be asking right so I take it and she did tell me like you know Um, Some people have side effects, um, like they get really liquidy boo-boo or, (laughs) you know, some people have insomnia, so I recommend you take it in the day, but just know, you know, like if you have these side effects, the more longer you take it, the better, or I guess the longer you take it, the side effects will go away, hopefully. And so she's like, just don't get discouraged if you feel these things. I'm like, cool. Day one, I take it. And I literally felt like my brain was buzzing. Like I felt dizzy, lightheaded. And I was like, I don't know if this is the medicine. And my boyfriend was like, yeah, I think it's just in your head. Like, cause you know, you took the medicine. I'm like, I don't know though. I don't think so. Tell me why I go on TikTok and why do I have to find out through TikTok about all these symptoms, specifically with Zoloft and how you can get like brain zaps if you don't take it on time. I mean, I know TikTok is probably not the best freaking, you know, source for information, but there were like thousands of videos of people talking about their side effects with Zoloft. And I'm like, 
why did this psychiatrist not tell me about these things? Like, I feel like it would have been really important to know that, hey, you might feel some electrical currents in your head if you don't take it routinely. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that was crazy. <laughs> uh, I did not feel any change whatsoever the first like three weeks taking the 25 milligrams. Went in there, told her, hey, uh, TBH doctor, I literally feel the same. I'm still depressed, still anxious as hell. And she's like, oh, well, we only start you on 25 just to get your body used to it. And then we increase the dosage. Like you probably weren't going to feel a change anyway. I'm like, that would have been so fucking helpful to know. Like I'm thinking I'm popping these pills and I'm going to feel better. But like I still I feel worse. Um yeah, so she upped my dosage and I've been taking that for I'd say like another three three weeks now and I don't know, I I guess I feel better. I mean I'm here recording this episode, right? <laughs> um they say it's gradual, like it's gradually over time where you know, you wake up and you're like, Oh, I I've had more good days than bad and I I think I can say that that's been the case for me. I feel like I've had a lot more good days now. And so, so far it's been um, a positive experience. I can feel myself, you know, I, I just feel more balanced, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like, is it just because the sun has been out? Like, I don't know. And Texas is weird. Like it literally was freaking 80 degrees yesterday and now today it's 40. But I anyway <laughs> I hope I don't think I'm really selling this really well <laughs> those of you who are considering medication um you know it doesn't hurt to try and it certainly has not really hurt me to try I feel like it has been I can feel a difference and I can tell that it's it's good so far so <laughs> I'm sorry if this just <laughs> turned you off from trying medication but please do not take my experience as you know truth everyone's different um yeah but I have been I, that's just where I've been I've been you know on this journey trying to I guess improve my mental health and also physical health I've been working out and I've been getting into um like weightlifting so you know I want to be a muscle mommy out here but yeah, these past, what, it's been three months since we last spoke, have just been a lot of self-reflection, a lot of taking steps to improve. And, you know, with the new year too, I, I did this whole thing with, <laughs> I saw another video on TikTok where this girl was doing the 12 or 13 wishes. Basically, it was a little witchy and I'm not, I don't necessarily believe in all that stuff, but I'm like, what do I have to lose? Like, basically it's just having me write down my goals and wishes for this year. So what, I don't really have anything to lose. So I feel like doing that definitely, um, you know, set my mind insights on, you know, who I want to be by the end of this year. And anyways, it's been good. It's been good. Um, also backtracking a little bit. Uh, I am so sorry. PSA to some of my friends. 
Um, I gaslit the fuck out of y'all in January. So <laughs> my friend um, had a birthday and th- I literally started the antidepressants, anti-anxiety medicine that week. Like I think like two days before her birthday and I roll up to the party and, you know, we knew what the itinerary was. Like we was going to get blackout ass up drunk and I get there and they're cheersing and I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm not drinking tonight. And it was like someone freaking died because they're like, what? What do you mean you're not drinking? Are you pregnant? I'm like, y'all, why does it always, why does it always have to go to either you're pregnant? <laughs> like that's the only answer we ever go to if someone's not drinking. <laughs> I was like, no, um, I'm actually, I'm taking antibiotics because I got a UTI. <laughs> I love, I love my friends so much. Like, okay, and it's okay. I've done it before. I'm like, I just don't roll like that. <laughs> so. No, they respected it you know at the end of the day they're like okay we understand and I promised the birthday girl one drink I was like I'll, I'll do one drink keep in mind the reason why I didn't want to drink one because on the freaking bottle it says do not consume alcohol with this medication but two I literally also found out reading online that if you mix alcohol with this medication sometimes people have had really really bad effects where they're like I'm talking like projectile vomiting everywhere, shitting, crying themselves. And I was like, I do not want that. I do not want that. So there's there's some people who said they've been affected that way. And then there's also some, on the other hand, who are like, oh, you know, I take one drink and I'm like basically blackout drunk. Or there were some people who were like, yeah, it doesn't affect me at all. I'm fine. I just did not want to risk it. And also keep in mind, I was still like hashtag depressy girly. So was not wanting to add another depressant into my system. And I could have told my friends, but it was birthday night. You know, I just didn't want to go through the whole story. But to those of y'all listening, I'm telling you now. (laughs) So I promised birthday girl a drink. We get to the restaurant. And I see that they have zero proof alcohol cocktails available. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I've, I've never seen that. And how perfect I can just get a drink and like I can still cheers in the pictures and look cute, but I don't have to drink the alcohol. And so I ordered I ordered one of the cocktails that were zero proof. And it's like the same name as the regular cocktails. It just it's, doesn't have alcohol in it. And... <laughs> the receipt comes out and we're trying to see like who got what so we can split the bill and you know Zell and all that good stuff and one of my friends goes who got the na drink like it was like na and then the cocktail name i don't remember what it was and my other friend yanks the receipt out of her hand she's like oh hell no who the fuck got a drink with no alcohol and they all you know, look at me like, was it you? Were you lying to us? And I was like, no. Because when my context, when the drink came out, we all like to, you know, taste each other's drinks. And they all took a sip of my drink. I didn't say anything. They just ran with it themselves. I didn't have to do no work. Y'all literally did the work for me because tell me why my friend's sipping it. And she's like, "Mm, yeah, that's good. But I think I'd only like it for one sip because it's kind of bitter at the end. (laughs) 
And then the other friend drinks and she's like, mm, yeah, it's kind of sour. Like, I don't know if I, it's kind of strong. <laughs> I just didn't, I just didn't correct them. <laughs> and so at the end, when we have the check, like literally my friend's trying to interrogate the whole table. Like who the fuck got this drink? That's no alcohol. And this is where I gaslit y'all. And I'm sorry. I went, I was like, no, like, I swear y'all tasted my drink. Every single one of y'all took a sip and you said you didn't like it because it was bitter. You remember? And they're like, oh yeah, you're right. And then just for added effect, added insurance, I went, oh, and look at my friend over here. Momo just, she's drinking a Sprite and none of y'all said nothing about her. What if she's pregnant? (laughs) I'm so sorry, Momo. I love you. Thank you for being my scapegoat that night. And you were a real one. (laughs) But yeah. Um, that was really funny and, uh, I, I didn't mean for this to be like a scandalous story, like a scandalous information that I'm trying to keep from y'all, but I, I hope that you can understand. It was a little hard to be like, yeah, I have to take happy pills cause I'm really, really sad. <laughs> um, and I think just in general, like not I know with my friends they're so supportive and they're so nice and I genuinely don't have anything to worry about with that but I think in general as a society it's really hard to talk about this stuff and there's such a stigma on medication and and taking things for your mental health and I don't know I think I definitely still have some of that stigma deep inside me and that's why it was just hard to, to to be honest about that but here I am now um I think it's also just really hard taking the step to better yourself like like going to therapy and and getting on medication and just getting help um because when you're in you know when you're in, in a low like that you're just you're literally using all of your energy to just fucking survive and to get up out of bed and brush your teeth and brush your hair. And when things are hard, like, i.e. when you're trying to match up with a therapist and they're not the best, or when the medication you take, the symptoms are awful and it doesn't work for you, when things don't work out like that, it's just so easy to give up and kind of succumb to what you're used to. And I just say this because, you know, if you are struggling with your mental health and you are toggling back and forth from getting help and not, just give yourself some grace. Um, I think you deserve some grace because it's really hard, man, to to advocate for yourself and to take that step and get help. Um, it's certainly been, you know, really hard for me to do this. I mean, fuck, I probably should have gone on medication a long ass time ago, but hey, better late than never. Um, yeah, so that's where I have been and I've just been, you know, just trucking along and um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for this year and I feel a lot lighter and today apparently is the day where the sun doesn't set until 6 p.m. and the sun's going to come up earlier so we're gonna get more sunlight which means you know that vitamin d is gonna work some magic for me hopefully um but 
yeah, that was just what this episode was. I think I'm going to wrap up anyway now. Let me know if you yourself struggle with mental illness and how has it been navigating that for you? Did anything I say resonate with you at all today? Um, If you are a superhuman who has a naturally chemically balanced brain, tell me what that existence is like for you. I want to know. Um, But yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this little check-in and I think I think I might change the schedule a little bit. I used to upload every single week and I think that was probably attributing to, you know, why I stopped too. It was like I was doing too much. So I might just do every two weeks. Um, but I am not wanting to quit this. Baron Brutal is still alive. Um, I still want to do this podcast and I hope that you still want to listen. So As always, I will talk to you soon. Bye.